everyone to the Sister Stories podcast. This is the second season of Sister Stories and we'll be releasing a new episode on the last Monday of each month. You can find all the episodes on any podcast platforms uh, that you are using. And this podcast aim is to marvel at God's sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage one another by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Kerry. Hi. Hi, Kerry. So first of all, can you tell us uh, who you are? Yeah, so um, my name's Kerry. Um, I'm married to um, Ben, who is training to be a pastor at Cornerstone Church. Um, we live in Kingston and I work as a speech and language therapist um, in the community with adults with learning disabilities. Great, thank you. So we're going to be talking about your journey to faith uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ. But can you so- start us off by uh, telling a bit about a bit about your family background? Um, yeah, so I was brought up in Worcester. Um, I'm one of three, so I'm the youngest in my family. Um, and yeah, I've a pretty normal um, background, really. I I grew up in a Christian Christian fam- family. Um, my parents are faithful evangelical Christians they're they're brilliant and they faithfully took us to church they faithfully Mm. taught us the gospel read the bible to us um, and explained the gospel to us um yeah as we were growing up wow that's amazing so I wonder how how early you had um an understanding or a grasp of of who God is and and of the gospel yeah to be honest I can't even really remember (laughs) because I've always just known that God was there Mm. and I think I was probably about four or five where when I remember just knowing that I was a sinner just having that simple faith of knowing I knew I was a sinner I was I was quite afraid of where I might go when I died Mm. and and my parents just helped me understand that I, I needed a saviour mm. and that I just needed to ask Jesus to forgive me and that he would be my saviour. So, yeah, I think I was about five. Wow. <laughs> I prayed that prayer with my parents. Wow, that's that's amazing to... And I think it's really encouraging as, well, I teach Sunday school and, and quite a lot of people are involved in, in children's work in the church yeah. and seeing these children grow. It's really encouraging to see... That Sometimes you can, I, yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a boring testimony, but um, <laughs> as I'm corrected, like it's not boring being saved, um, you know, yeah. by by Christ. But it is an encouragement to all those parents and the Sunday school teachers and stuff mm. that, you know, I, I just feel so blessed now as an adult to have had had that explained to me so clearly when mm. I was younger and yeah, encourage people that it does go in, you know, yeah. you can't be too young, really. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and God works in our hearts, whatever the circumstance mm-hmm. we're in, really. Yeah. So that's really, that's really encouraging. Um, but obviously, I'm sure your story has, has more to it as <laughs> yeah. all our lives, have, you know, are quite complex. Yeah. Um, um, so I wonder whether you can take us through um, how that developed in your heart and, and how you continue to grow um, in your faith. Yeah, I mean, my, my parents now still say that I, when I was quite young I had big questions so even though I had that really strong grasp of the gospel from a young age I had these huge questions of like life and how did God work and I couldn't quite grasp you know a God that was bigger than me and and you know the universe and all those kind of questions when mm. I was probably like eight or nine and I would ask them and I I think when I was a little bit older maybe 11 or 12 I remember kind of 
giving myself over to the fact that I wasn't ever going to be able to understand these things fully but I could know a God that did and Mm. God reveals stuff to us Mm. but also the bits I don't understand I could submit to God who did understand them and and kind of leave them with him and and trust Mm. in a God who who was all powerful and a God that I couldn't ever kind of get my head around so that I I remember that being quite a a big big part I I remember going to a summer camp and um and that was around the time that I decided to get baptized and I I remember again that kind of um in that stage God became that relationship with God feeling Mm. a bit more real you know rather than it being things I knew It, it felt more like a personal relationship when I was a teenager um and I mean, it was like you said, life isn't all plain sailing either. It wasn't that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all that smooth. So when I was about 17 or 18, I, I started dating a non-Christian and I was quite conflicted about mm. it at the time. I, it wasn't that I was like, yes, I think this is fine. I think I knew that 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 didn't line up with um, with my faith in God. Mm. And I think, and but I was with him for nearly three years and that whole time whenever I was in church or or in my prayer life and in my quiet times I knew that there was something that I wasn't giving over to my Lord Mm. you know I was holding it back and I was keeping that part of my life from him and it didn't feel simple to Mm. me it wasn't oh you know he's a non-Christian I'll just break up with him because in my head that wasn't loving to him and you know we did have genuine conversations about faith but in the end um, when I was at university I was surrounded by lots of amazing Christian friends and I think I realized that I just needed to give my whole life back to Jesus mm. and, and give it all back to him and um, I remember a real peace actually that came mm. um, around that time where where I decided to break up with him and um, so yeah yeah that was that's quite a big big part of my life that yeah yeah and I think sometimes that can be actually a good testimony to the person in the mm. way that you are you are actually strongly committed mm. to something which in our world people are always dividing their attention almost and yeah. and they they're committing to something whilst knowing that it's not quite mm. right or things like and that so actually inter- that's a good example sometimes. interestingly enough the best advice some of the best advice I had at the time was from, from one of my closest non-christian friends she's <laughs> an old one of my oldest friends and she was just put it black and white to me she was like Kerry it just doesn't make sense because God is such a big part of your life and it's not part of his mm. and so you can never share what's something that's so important to you you can't share with him so it's never gonna work and she said that to me and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is interesting how I've had similar experiences actually Mm -hmm. where where a non-Christian would tell me Mm -hmm. this isn't right Mm -hmm. and actually it felt like God was using them to Mm -hmm. tell me that and really strongly actually Mm -hmm. sometimes um that's really interesting Mm -hmm. wow okay so after you broke up with him, you said you felt that peace. So I assume mm. that you you kind of went back more towards God and felt more yeah with th- him. Yeah, yeah. and and it wasn't that when I was um, dating this chap over those years, it wasn't that I felt far from God, mm. but it was you know I w- I was still serving in church and and God um, my faith was still really important and I was still walking with Jesus, but it was like there was this big part of my life I was keeping from him yes. and I wasn't submitting my all. 
and trusting Mm. my all in him and so the joy and the peace when I let that go Mm. and gave it to Jesus was was amazing yeah yeah oh that's great um so you are in Kingston now you're Mm. married uh, to Ben um can you tell us a little bit what happened (laughs) in the last next few years um well yeah um yeah, Ben's a bit of a long story, really. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have to go into all the details. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, we actually met at the summer camp I was talking about. We originally met there. Um, and I mean, to be honest, our friendship is a real testament to God's sovereignty because um, I spent some time in America and he was in America and we mm-hmm. kind of reconnected there. And then um, when he came to university, he came to university in Kingston. And I was at Royal Holloway, which is about half an hour away. Mm. Um, and we reconnected through the CU so we were both serving on the Christian Mm. unions and we met at a joint London training event and so like God just kept bringing us together Mm. and um and yeah and we got married and um and we decided to stay in Kingston because of the church actually Mm. because when I was at university I really struggled to find a good bible teaching church and and you know i i was committed to churches but i i never quite found one that felt like home um and i realized how spoiled i was growing up with incredible bible teachers um and then i came to visit cornerstone a few times with ben when he was at university and i was like this is it this is this is home church for me um so i said to him i was like okay we're getting married we're we're moving to kingston because i want <laughs> i want to go to cornerstone Oh, that's great. Okay. So how long have you been in Cornerstone then? Um, So just over six years. Um, And Ben's been here for about 10 now. Wow. Yeah. So we joined around the same time, actually. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, Great. Okay. So um, I guess we're going to move on a little bit to Mm -hmm. maybe more recent things. Um, And yeah, it's been well, it's been ch- a challenging couple of years, really. Mm. I wonder if you could tell us about your experience of how it's been to not be in church in person mm. and have these things kind of taken away uh, and mm. how you've you've handled that. Yeah, I mean, it was a real funny time for me. So I've just recently qualified as a speech therapist. So I was studying during the pandemic. Mm. Um, and I found that so hard because Ben was working for the church. So he was quite often out of the house. And I was on my own. And it, when you're studying as well, that there wasn't much inter- interaction. You know, I would mm. log on and watch a lecture and then have to work on my own. So I wasn't getting much interaction at all. And I was lonely, mm. actually. And and it it was funny because a lot of my friends in the church had young children and, and they had a, a different kind of chaos going on. And, mm. and I felt a bit bad, but, you know, that I was like, oh, I'm just on my own and bored and it's quiet (laughs) but um I mean but I I think there are two kind of main things that I learned through that time and and one is um usually I like to do things I'm a doer you Mm. know if if I'm not very good at knowing what to say but if someone's going through a tough time I'll I'll like bake something or cook or you know I, I, I I like to be practical and so having that taken away was a real challenge actually and um something I I mean I definitely haven't learned this yet this is still something that I need to keep reminding myself of is but like the power of prayer and Mm. praying for people isn't so often we say oh I'll just pray but there's no just about it you know we are asking God to intervene and Mm. he is powerful to to help and it's an active way we can be involved in people's lives when we're Mm. away from them 
and so that was something I clung to at the time is okay I can't go around and look after their children or I can't take a meal around but I can pray and, yeah. and reminding myself that that isn't a lesser thing yeah um, and that's really encouraging to hear that people are praying for us as well isn't it mm. so just reminding ourselves of that can yeah. be really helpful to make us to have us pray actually yeah. and just yeah. think the joy of knowing that other people even if you haven't re requested it yeah. in brackets um you know or, or ask for prayer then that people are still thinking of mm. you in their prayers yeah 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 um and the other one was which i found a real challenge is it is again you know um my husband works in ministry we're very actively involved in the church so mm. our lives are quite busy and we do a lot of there's a lot of plans involved you know we're, we're planning to go to contagious or we're planning to go and see family or whatever and so having that stripped away mm. um kind of took me back to god is sovereign and mm. i'm not in control i think me having a calendar and planning gives me that false sense that i'm the one that's in control of this yeah. but um yeah i was i was really encouraged just to remember that we we have our god is it over it all and in control of our plans and and um i think it's a verse in james about you know um oh who plan who plans tomorrow you know you, yes. you think you're in control of yes. it but we're, but we're not and and there was still good in that you know mm. there was there was no plans for what like the best part of a year and yet i could drop in on friends or go for walks with people that I wouldn't usually have time for because I was yeah. too busy in the you know in the and it's funny because now we're going a bit back more back to that I'm finding that a challenge because I, I'm yes. like oh I, I quite like yeah. being able to go for a lunchtime walk with my friend around the corner or, you yeah, know and not right. have it a packed out diary so yeah actually I was going to ask you how you were finding coming back uh, so that's a really <laughs> good thing that you mentioned that um Yeah, it is challenging, isn't it, to just feel like it's back to what it used to be mm. and it does feel different mm. and it's hard to see exactly why it is different or, or yeah, I guess we just we just get used to things very quickly, mm. don't we? Mm. Um, I wonder if you found anything else challenging or, or any encouragements, actually. I mean, it's just so encouraging to meet with people, yeah. um, you know, on a Sunday morning. Um, I've really enjoyed getting back. Um, we help with the youth work and being able to see mm. them in person. Um, Zoom was no substitute there. <laughs> yes. um, and, you know, being able to spend time with people in their houses, you know, over a cup mm. of tea or going around for a meal. That, you know, that that is something that I think we all craved and yeah. and it reminds us doesn't it is that that is how God made us he is in relationship and he wants relationship with us and and we invest in relationships in this world yes. so you know that is why having that taken away from us was so painful and why it's it's such a joy now but like mm. you said we quickly get used to it and I don't want to get used <laughs> to it I want to remember what a what a blessing it is Yeah, that's great. Um, so we're going to finish with, um, if you have any advice to share with maybe younger Christians or mm -hmm. just people in general in the church um, mm -hmm. that that you've learned throughout your life. Mm. I think the first one is don't rely on how you feel. Mm. Don't rely on how you feel about God or about faith. Um, our feelings are fleeting and changing and um you know and unreliable mm. 
So don't rely on how you're feeling about God, but rely on what you know about mm. God. And and if you're feeling far from God or if you're feeling away or 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 feeling like God is distant, then go back to the scriptures and mm. go what does it say about God? Actually, it says that God has got us under his wings. It mm. says that he loves us. He, it says that he won't leave us. And therefore, it takes us away from ourselves and what we're feeling and, and back to truth mm. um, yeah. and, and the things we know. Mm. Um, and the second one is keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when things are hard. If yeah. it's hard to come to church or if it's hard to meet with people or if it's hard to read your Bible, do it anyway. I, I suppose that's linked to the feelings thing if you don't feel like doing it, it it's actually still gonna really bless you and yeah. build you up um you know how often have we not felt like going to a home group and then once we've gotten to the end of it we're like actually I'm so glad we went you know so ke- yeah. keep going and and serve too you know serve if it if it's hard and pray yeah yeah, yeah I think that's really important to remember because as you say we we feel First of all, we feel better for having done mm-hmm. it, but also mm-hmm. that's in these moments that God uses something in the conversation to remind mm. us of something mm. that he's done and mm. of who he is. So mm. not just about making us mm. feel better, but actually that knowledge of mm. God we have is just brought back to our minds, mm. really. And that's really important, isn't it? And for other people too, um, one of the best things I think my dad ever said to me is when I was a teenager I was like oh I don't want to go to church I'm not getting anything out of it he said well it's not about you Mm. you know think of the person that you're encouraging just by being there even if you're not taking the sermon in even if you're finding it really hard that day you 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 being there is encouraging someone Mm. um you know and it yeah it's not always about you as well yeah and because we're relational as you said earlier just saying hello to someone can be really encouraging and not you know there might not be much to it but actually yeah just having seen that person that day yeah Mm -hmm. that's really helpful thank you so much Kerry and thank you for sharing your story with us that's all for today's episode everyone Uh, but join us again next time bye